welcome to the Mindsight Podcast. I am Rishita Jalab, your podcast host and a mental health activist. This is your safe space where we'll be talking all about mental health and personal development. Welcome to a new episode of the Mindsafe podcast and you guys recently voted for adding self-improvement topics and you guys have it. Today I have a very special guest joining us all the way from Shanghai, China. Today I have Ivana Pazak with me. Good morning to you. Well, good day here. Here is uh, almost um, uh, 5 p.m. now. <laughs> but yes, um, greetings to everybody, uh, no matter where they are. Uh, I'm happy to talk with you, Rashida. <laughs> yeah, also I'm happy to talk with you. And uh, Ivana is a transformational leader, podcast host author and she is also into agile coaching and today she will be answering some really important questions and to just see how we can choose our career or best our career so welcome to the mindsafe podcast ivana thank you for such a warm welcome i'm happy to be here and looking forward to your questions (laughs) thank you uh, so we definitely would like to start with, we'd like to know more about agile coaching and how it could relate um, to mental health. Mm. Okay, so this one is for everybody that's, that has a job, right? So that's kind of um, corporate or organizational coaching. Uh, it's one type. And I feel that it's kind of growing (laughs) more and more people are becoming aware of it it started in japan and first it was just for manufacturing and it made very um huge impact on the companies that used it so then everybody else started to implement it on other areas so agile right now is more for software developer developers and um so where to start, right? Uh, it's kind of um, to understand the new way, you would need to understand the old way uh, of how um, things in companies work and how to then improve them. So in the old way, there were many things that people noticed were not so good. And one thing, for example, mm-hmm. is um, yeah, related to mental health also, <laughs> uh, which is one of the topics that you are expert in. Um, but the thing is that many people were not happy, right, at their jobs. Even though they would do the things they loved, they would still not be happy because of the environment they were in. So um, people wanted to find a better way uh, to somehow... Um, make it more productive and make it better for everybody Um, and not not be so strict, right? So usually before it would be command, like you get a command from your boss (laughs) and you need to do something. But as we all know, like when you get some command from someone, it doesn't matter. Like, for example, I like writing, I'm a writer, but if someone tells me and, you know, you need to write now, like write me one book. I would not feel good, right? 
um, so that wasn't working. And over time, you would see talents leave because um, they would not be able to express themselves cre creatively, creatively and um, would not be heard because part of command is also, I tell you, you listen, there is no communication. So one part is like listening, um, that, that uh, we are all kind of important. <laughs> we all are important. And um, it's more about servant leadership. It's more about um, helping others grow. And that's the role of the leader. Um, so that's kind of a little bit about this, <laughs> uh, how I see Agile uh, changing things. Because uh, with Agile, um, many may have experienced it and then had some bad experience. Um, because um, when companies want to implement Agile because it's becoming so popular, then managers become Agile coaches, which is what I am, Agile coach, I'm certified Agile coach, but they don't have any training. They don't have any um, maybe uh, kind of deeper understanding uh, what it means. So then this does just means continuing in the old way and things don't really change and we just call it Agile, right? Um, so that's just to start. <laughs> Maybe I talk too much uh, now at the beginning, but I'm sure it will be more questions later. No, thank you. On the contrary, I mean, uh, you are the star of the show here. You are the expert and I'm sure your expertise and knowledge will help so many out there to just, you know, learn more about Agile and organizations and managers to see how can we actually take advantage of the new way of Agile coaching to improve both, you know, let's say give that space for creativity for employees and executives to motivate them without actually micromanaging them and just, you know, there are ways to bring the best of, of employees without suppressing their identities or, as you said, like giving them orders all the, all the time. So I think the a new, let's say, or modern approach of Agile is, is really the way to go and is really the future. Mm. Yes, I completely agree. <laughs> I think that um, many people are getting tired of the old way, right? Uh, and this is why it's becoming like at home work. And you can see it clearly when somebody is wanting to micromanage and uh, <laughs> cannot do that anymore. So obviously everybody needs to change because you cannot continue in the same way. Um, so even though we may think that some of the parts of the old ways were working, um, it is true, uh, but we need to somehow balance it and see what can we improve to make it even better uh, for everybody. Um, so whether we call it Agile or something else, I think that uh, when we want the best for everybody in some organization, um, Agile definitely is a good way to start. 
and then to adapt because agile actually means to adapt. So when I'm coaching teams, I had different experiences with different teams. It's not the same. Uh, and it depends, you know, on culture. Now I'm in China. <laughs> so of course I need to adapt also my agile ways. Uh, so the thing is that we all need to see how each situation is and understand it uh, better and really be present with what is happening to um, find the best way. I think that's just for our life and also for uh, our work as well true. Yeah, yeah, of course, that is absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, as you said, I think agile is, is the way to move forward. Um, both it, it's good both for organizations and for employees and um, that's what we all want right we want happy satisfied um, uh, employees but also we want organizations to thrive and move forward and you know to just let this creativity and innovation kind of like help organizations as well with their growth as well so it, it's a win-win situation here, and that's what we want. We want environments where employees can like express their creativity and um, bring the best of themselves without kind of like this this pressure of being micromanaged all the time. So in this COVID era and Corona time, how can Agile help organizations? Because everybody now is working from home and there is not this connectedness that we are used to. It's like a new era that we, whether like it or not, and somehow we are forced to work in, in this way. Some of us are not, let's say, familiar with this. How can, how can Agile? Like help organizations and employees in the corona time? Mm. Yes, yeah, so that's a very good question. Um, so how I see it is that um, many things are changing today, right? And Agile is exactly about the change. It, it is the definition. <laughs> so what it means is that um, it is flexible. So when I came to China, I actually learned a lot about flexibility because I always talk about my surprise that I thought that here will be a lot of meetings, a lot of kind of um, uh, schedules, but it was actually very flexible. So no so many meetings unless... Um, Yes, sometimes, but it wasn't what I expected at all. Um, so what I'm saying is that um, we can for sure in each situation, also with Corona, learn how can we be more adaptable? How can we um, succeed or be productive no matter uh, if I'm working from home or if I'm uh, working in the office, right, in this situation. So before Corona time, how Agile is used is that teams self-organize. This means that I don't tell you what to do, but I trust that in the team, uh, you know which task you want. <laughs> of course, if there is some conflict, uh, then we can find solution. But 
the thing is that I cannot tell you what are you good at, what do you want to learn. It is what you know. Uh, so then it is your kind of agenda to find that task that would be the best for you. Um, and then negotiate and talk with team members. Um, and this is what Agile Coach also helps, that you uh, kind of find the best way to express yourself in the team, uh, to use your talents. Because before, um, talents would leave. Um, they couldn't um, creatively express themselves um, and didn't have the freedom to choose. So the choice today, I think, means a lot. Um, what you can... Uh, just little tasks that you can do. Uh, that's a big change um, compared to previously, right? And um, so to answer your question now, Corona time, teams can also self-organize, but maybe in slightly different way um, and adapt to the new situation. Um, for example, the company that I worked for uh, had like kind of groups um, that they organized. And then uh, in these groups, they would discuss what would be the best for us to do. And employees self-organize to help each other. Uh, so maybe someone has children, <laughs> then can be in the same group and talk about uh, how to best uh, approach the situation. Um, so it's kind of flexible, right? And um, it is what we need to be right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I think it also uh, allows for kind of like um, organizations and the top management to also build trust and getting closer to the executives. And in, in this way, when there is trust, of course, everybody will thrive because lack of trust will only um, get you, let's say, in some toxic environment or the beginning of, let's say, how toxic environments, and we all know that toxic environments are not, are not good. As you said, talents will leave and it's just not good for also employees, mental health and well-being. So the performance will just, you know, get affected and productivity and performance and, and so much more and organizations will lose money actually so um if i know what kind of problems people come to you because you're an expert you work with both organizations and um let's say other people individuals what kind of problems do people come to you Okay, so for Agile, we already talked about, so when company is not really, when it, when it has a long flow out or cannot retain employees uh, or just wants to move to the Agile uh, to improve efficiency and uh, overall satisfaction of employees, um, um, and that's Agile. And on the other hand, I'm also a career coach and I mentioned my books, right? So in my books, um, it's about career coaching. So understanding your own talents, uh, what you should do in life. I always tell my story how I at the beginning didn't know what to do. Um, so 
I don't know if you heard this story, um, but when I was uh, little, I had this um, exam and I didn't know. So can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, so no, I... Uh, the, the, the part of the career, how can you choose, you know, about the books? Mm, right. So the the thing is maybe i don't need to go in too much detail but i like helping people to find their own passion what they like to do in life uh, because that's exactly what i kind of missed <laughs> i always went for something that was like the hardest uh, and i thought that will make me happy if i just prove myself uh, and i have background in mathematics <laughs> you uh, already might know so when I got my master's, I then got employed in this branch, <laughs> but I realized that what you can do doesn't mean that you should do this or that's your purpose. And I have been doing many things that really didn't uh, resonate with me. I didn't really like it. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I want for people to really find something they like to do and that can make a living from <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of my yeah niche yeah yeah brilliant because um when there is no clarity when we just live and for the sake of living we don't feel fulfilled we don't leave this life with meaning with purpose finding our passion all these things will certainly make a difference for us and how just, you know, the fact that you just wake up in the morning excited and right. not overwhelmed because you're following your passion, knowing you have this clarity, you know that you are giving, you just show up from a different energy, Ivana. It's, it's a completely different life, isn't it? Yes, it's completely different. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. When you um, kind of connect with something and you love something, that's completely different. That's maybe like like uh, Valentine's Day was uh, the other day. <laughs> so you can imagine some people, you just um, like you need to be with them, you need to be around them. But some other people you just love or like to be around them. That's how I see our passion is something that really strikes the chord of who you are and you want to do it. Yeah. So you love it. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's completely different. <laughs> it's, it's a different energy, different vibration, different life. And um, yeah, I think, I think many of us are just, you know, especially the beginning uh, when we are freshly graduated, we have this, you know, kind of like we want to prove ourselves. We want to prove something. So um, we are driven by our career success and we don't have the full vision, the complete vision of what we actually like to do, what ignites this spark each morning. This, I think, it also happened to me in the beginning of my career when I had my bachelor degree in, in management and I was also hired 
my company, I would, I did not have the full vision. I just wanted to climb the corporate ladder and achieve and, and so on. But later on, in, I, I started to think about my purpose and the life that I'm living. Is this what I truly want myself to do? And once I started to think about these questions, my mindset started to shift. I started to see other things. And it, it's really fascinating how we can, when we think about these questions, um, we see there is a shift. And luckily, we have inspiring leaders like you who will just help us and help both organizations and employees have this vision about what career is, is best for them. So. Ivana, I know that you're excited because you have been working about a project and now it's, it's coming really soon in March 2021. So let us a little bit know about your course and we will finish the episode after you tell us about the course, about also your advice for how to best choose your career. Okay, so I have a lot to fulfill. <laughs> Um, so starting uh, with my course, um, it is um, free, so you can access it on um, LinkedIn. Uh, I made it available for a limited uh, period of time, and this is why I uh, think it will be great for anybody who didn't hear about me, who would like to see um, how I coach, because it's kind of different uh, than uh, maybe others, um, than other career coaches. I'm more about kind of creating positive um, energy and helping others in that way. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, you need to be always happy <laughs> as I talk in my blog. And, uh, but this means um, that you really wish others well. And I noticed that that makes a difference for others. Uh, really, if like a coach, you intentionally... Uh, are present and want others to succeed, even be better than you, <laughs> then that, that makes a huge difference. Uh, but about the course, so the course is uh, called How to Choose the Best for Your Career in 2021. Um, and it is about those who feel they don't know in this time what to do uh, because they might feel confused uh, with everything happening and in doubt, self-doubting themselves and feeling stuck, not knowing what to do next. <laughs> so it's about realizing what is your next step, what do you want to do uh, starting forward. Um, so that's a little bit about it. Um, and uh, how I imagine it is to really be practical. Uh, it is a short course, but I always like to make kind of integration where you implement something and learn so i hope that it can help people to move forward in the best way um and what else um yes i would invite everybody <laughs> who feels like <laughs> in 2021 yeah what is what should i do next <laughs> yeah. yeah i think it's very generous of you to we know that a lot of people are being redundant and, you know, um, it, it's a tough time for all of us. And you just stepping in to help people and offer 
this course for free for a limited time. It was just very generous of you. I know that you will be inspiring a lot of people and providing this clarity uh, with your course is very generous of you and it shows the leader you are and we need more people like you um, definitely to just you know show up people who show up from a place of, of giving and mm. we definitely need this in our board so on behalf of everyone who will uh, subscribe to your course and I know that there will be many um, thank you Thank you from the heart because that's really nice initiative and it just shows the beauty of your heart and your soul as well. Oh, <laughs> I know what to say, but thank you so much. Um, I feel that, um, you know, when I met you, Rashida, I always knew <laughs> that uh, I like you because you truly wish others well. And that's kind of a quality that I really admire <laughs> in others. And um, yeah, but besides this, you are just a very nice person <laughs> that is fun to be around. So I'm happy that you invited me for this uh, interview and to share. Um, and of course, um, like uh, if there will be more questions, I'm happy to answer to anybody wanting to know more about the course, but that's kind of a um, general overview now. And what was the last question? Sorry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the compliments. Uh, I really appreciate them. And since the very beginning in your post, I mean, there is no way it was naturally drawn to your energy and positive energy that you transmit. And, you know, if you could help us with some, uh, tips on how to choose best your career and uh, as well if you could provide your website where people can get in touch with you uh, I will be grateful mm -hmm. for you okay so uh, the website is Ivana I-V-A-N-A-P-A-Z-E-K.com uh, or quantumcareercoaching.com um, so I will not spell that one <laughs> Um, but uh, I'm sure that uh, Rashida will include uh, also some links uh, with this episode. Um, but yeah, so what would I advise? Hmm. I think that people today are becoming more aware of the impact of their emotions. And now what I will talk about is more this mental health that we didn't really touch, but I will be happy to do so now. Um, so they're becoming more aware of the impact of emotions. I mentioned that my background is mathematics, so that's kind of all about mind. Uh, but we are now becoming more aware about uh, EQ, emotional quotient, uh, and in, uh, this kind of intelligence that leaders today also very much need. Um, but what I kind of noticed is that we have still a long way to go uh, in that aspect with emotions. So what is my advice kind of to be more in your body because when you are in your mind, you're just kind of worrying and sometimes being triggered by something that is not really there. <laughs> it can happen, right? We read something, but 
it's not really danger to us, but we just get triggered and then worry and question and doubt. But when we are more like breathing, yeah, so breathing exercises, um, meditation, when we are more in our body or just doing sports, I know at home it can be difficult, but um, yeah. yoga or something, stretching, um, then we can be more um, kind of connected with ourselves because when we are in our mind it's all about like chatter talking but nothing's really happening right <laughs> we are just running in circles so um i would say becoming more aware of our emotions how we feel and accepting them fully uh, is kind of my advice uh, and that's only possible when we are in our body that makes us then sleep better um be more healthier and everything else. I'm sure that Rashida everything already knows, uh, but um, that's kind of my thinking right now that people are too much in their mind, panicking, but it's not really true, <laughs> how to say. So I feel like when you are fully connected with yourself, you know what's a lie, what's the truth. So you can distinguish what is something that makes me that I need to take action with and what is something that's not really a problem like it's just in my mind right so that's one <laughs> that I would thank say you. yeah thank you that is the best advice we could get um, because there is this wholeness when we live in our minds or only in our bodies there is this lack of balance. So there is this wholeness about the body, mind, and also soul. And the combination of taking care of the three is what makes us really at ease and taking care of our mental health, emotional well-being, and physical health as well. So for me and the audience, we are grateful for you today. Ivana, it's been a great episode. We discussed a lot of topics and I'm sure the audience will just, you know, enjoy it. And uh, for me, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you so much. Bye for now. <laughs>